What's going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Life podcast. It is Thursday, October 27th. I'm hanging out in the garage, um, aka the man cave, just uh, doing the thing. Man, a lot, a lot been a busy week, uh, tail end of the week, getting this podcast out before I fly out to Adelaide for round two of the Australian Supercross Series. Um, before we go into all things two wheels, got to give it to the sponsors that make this podcast possible. Of course, MX Store, the home of the largest range of parts and accessories, the retail partner of the Australian Supercross Series, and the home for the Wreckers, the Checkers, uh, famous YouTube series that I'm, I get to be a part of. A really fun thing. So for all your parts and accessory needs, motocross, adventure, enduro, get over to mxstore.com.au to get your stuff today. 2 p.m. promise, so get it in before 2 p.m. Italy shipped out on that day. So yeah, a lot of good stuff. And of course, Intense Cycles. Uh, man, I'm going to dive into some st- cool stuff about Intense, but been part of Intense as a global ambassador for over 10 years. Um, Jeff Myshak, founder of Geico Honda. Ryan Dungey's a part of it. John Eric Burleson, Christy LaCurl, some serious heavy hitters. And of course, the legendary Jeff Steber, the founder, designer, artist, the man behind the... The amazing equipment still there driving this thing. So, yeah, stoked to be a part of Intense Cycles and um, down under here in Australia. We're doing big things now, opening bike dealerships, launching the new XE Ambassador program. So get over there, sign up to be an Intense bas- Ambassador in Australia and or New Zealand for XE or trail segment. Um, it's not for downhill. So, yeah, and if you're looking for a new bike, listen to this podcast. We'll reward you with a... S- 10% off discount Sleater, using Sleater underscore 10 at IntenseCycles.com. That's anywhere in the globe. So use that code, Sleater underscore 10, for 10% off. If you have any problems, hit me up on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever you need to do. And, of course, Rhino Power, the product speaks for itself. With Hunter Lawrence dominating the – and Hunter and Jet Lawrence dominating nationals using Rhino Power, Aaron Tanty winning a moto in the WSX using Rhino Power, um, my old ass using Rhino Power, Rhino himself you, developing Rhino Power. Use Sleater 15 for 15% off your Rhino Power supplements. Um, yeah, I got the whole crew up here in uh, SEQ in the mountain bike scene running Rhino Power. Uh, Luke Reardon, uh, all his tr- kids training are using it. So, yeah, it's proven, man. It's proven across the globe. Great stuff. Like I said, Sleater 15 for 15, 15% off Rhino Power at rhinopower.com. That's it, folks. Let's get into uh, the podcast and what you really want to hear, not some free codes. Um, well, maybe you do want to hear codes, but yeah, man. Uh, before we get into the two-wheel stuff, some housekeeping. Um, Wreckers the Checkers, the final episode, will be out tomorrow. It's going to be a banger. We finally ride these bikes. Last week, I got... Uh, um, Last week I rode them. We launched the episode this week. It's badass. We race them. We test them. Everyone rides each other's. It's a really cool episode. I, I can't. Sp- I wish I could spill the beans, but um, it's a really good feedback from like the Brett Metcalf YOT replica that I was a part of the build versus uh, Dylan O'Keefe and Jenna Slavin Suzuki that they build. Really, really two unique bikes have a story of their own. So stay tuned. Uh, the the outcome might shock you. What is the best of the two? But Really fun day. Thanks to the crew at Willowbank Raceway for letting us come out. And a big thank you to Muckoff and Motor Exit and then, of course, Red Bull for staying, sticking behind the series. Big sponsors of the series, driving it home. 
and anyone else that lent a part. It was a, it was a, it was hard, man. That that series is fun. I hope you you guys all enjoy. It. I can tell by the clicks, the comments, but it's a lot of work for that media team of Guy Streeter and Robert Robert Cedric Evans and. Uh, Kayo, the photographer. Um, yeah, the crew's rad. It's a pretty lean crew. All eight of us, the total from or nine of us doing it from teams and, and cinematography and, and everything else. So hats off to the MX Store crew that puts the effort in to make that show live. And, of course, thanks to our sponsors, MotorX and Muckoff, being big part of it. Uh, Muckoff Clock. We use Muckoff product throughout the episode, cleaning these piles of crap. And, of course, MotorX keeping them clean. And, and I can't leave out Maxxis. We use Maxxis tires. All those stickers to replicate the bikes. We use Maxxis tires, the ST on the front and rear. And those things hook up amazing. So, yeah, support those who support projects that are rad. Muckoff, MotorX, and Maxxis. So, let's do this. Last weekend I was down in uh, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, Melbourne is not next to the Gold Coast. Like, it, you know people may think and what people ask me and I was very fortunate to start off the week on Wednesday and head down to um, uh, Melbourne to do the urban surf at the mechanical wave or powered wave um, and I, I was able to get in the water with the likes of Ken Roxon and uh, Julian Wilson and let me just say Julian Wilson is one hell of a dude that loves moto and obviously a world champion surfer and Kenny, Kenny Roxon is world champion motocrosser that loves surfing and I love surfing but I can tell you I was extremely intimidated getting in that water um, on the advanced wave, going back so- on my backside. But I, I I can say I did it. It was a little harder than I wanted to do. That thing had some power, super shallow, um, but it was a lot of fun, man. Um, I can't wait to go back. Water was cold. We had amazing, beautiful blue skies in Melbourne. And if you think I'm, if you've been in Melbourne, you know it's not it's four, five seasons in one day. So all day long, it was bluebird great waves um and that's just an, one little element what WSX does for these global athletes is puts them on, puts them up in uh gets them in the culture of the of the city and and the, and the country and gets them out there doing things that, that they like to do they're not just like a traveling circus you go to the track like robots so like this you know it's really cool like I, I haven't been home to the states for 2 years and to see familiar faces the first person i saw off the plane was Chris Bloss you know, while I was in the airport before I went to that, that was cool seeing him, man. What a legend he is. Such a badass rider, good human. Then I ran to Cole Seeley. He told me he's moving to Idaho. He's over California, and I keep hearing this, which is pretty wild, man. Like, California was the place to be and clearly isn't. So many of my friends have fled. And, you know, if I think of, like, a Cali guy, it's like, it's Cole Seeley. It's these drifting cars and ripping dirt bikes and he's moving to Idaho so that's pretty gnarly I bet all the you know Idaho folks are pretty bummed on all the Californians just infiltrating the the potato state but um it's uh it's cool to see it was cool to see everyone and and it was really neat neat to see those guys um across the weekend show interest in my life here in Oz and ask questions and and want to know what I'm up to and it felt good. I'm not going to lie. It felt good to have uh, a little piece of, you know, the American culture here. Um, I love it here. Um, I I'm, have no desire to live back in, in California, but um, it felt good to have the likes of, you know, you know, not, none of my close, close friends, but guys I've, I'm comfortable around and been around and they get the most utmost respect to me. So started off that trip at the surf ranch and then headed to the track and, you know, they, they start building the track on Wednesday on the on the Marvel Stadium, beautiful stadium, downtown Melbourne. Get it going, um, you know, and 
it was just interesting to vibe, right? I looked at the dirt. It looked good. And um, I hear a lot of people that watched it on TV and heard, but the dirt was like similar to like a Phoenix or like a Dallas dirt. Um, and I, I really thought it was good. I, I walked it track to both nights. Um, but the track overall, um, I think was a bit easy. Um, and that's where you're seeing all these crashes. These guys are going a high rate of speed. They don't think they have to respect the track as much as they would normally like to. Um, or have to, but because they can just go so fast, it still can catch you out. The staircase was so easy, and my kid could go, you know, on off it. But there's still the rate of speed these guys were going. Um, it was uh, when they missed that top one with the front wheel. It's, it's in, it one trip to Indonesia, and that's what a lot of guys did. Um, they went down straight up in practice. The whoops are pretty easy, and. The old saying, "Oh, the track's so easy, everyone's the same speed." Well, if you're going, if the track's so easy, you should be as fast as Kenny and and uh, Savachi. But there were still four seconds in it for you know front to the back of the class. So obviously, it wasn't that easy. Um, so let's dive into Oz Supercross. That was Friday night. Before we, get, or, yeah, before we get into Saturday night, um, it was cool. The Oz Supercross series had a two-year hiatus. Um, AME is behind it. Um, MX Store is the partner, uh, retail partner for the series, doing a lot with it. Uh, Fox Racing is the uh, title sponsor of the series, and I was fortunate enough with MX Store to do VIP track walks on Friday and Saturday with some key customers and industry people, and walking it. And like I said, the track's pretty easy. Um, it would have been fun to ride, uh, but the level these guys are racing is it's quite dynamic, and. I'll get into the SX2 standings and rip it off. Like um, straight ahead, uh, Max Anstey and Cole Thompson are in a league of their own. Um, two guys that aren't from Australia, which is great to have some some heavy hitters. Um, I expect Anstey wins, Thompson second, Nathan Crawford third, Caleb Barham fourth, Jai Constantino is fifth, Reese Bud, Noah Ferguson, Jai Roberts, Garen Stapleton, Thomas Ravenhorst, Jackson Hollow. Um, and yeah, the list goes on and on. One thing I was surprised to see is Gage Linville, the young man that he had a, was a superstar 50-65 rider. His dad got in some, you know, some trouble when he was at 11. MTF kind of took their wings around him, and because MTF's part of the Yuri Vskonsky Honda team, it's where they build their bikes and train. Uh, no surprise to see Gage in there. Didn't do that well, though, 15th. Um... Bailey Malkowitz was super fast on the um, Circle Yamaha, but super fast and loose, made big mistakes, DNF'd. Wilson told Todd, same thing, really fast. Top qualifier, but went over the bars on the staircase, making these little mistakes that were catastrophic. Um, allowing Max Anstey as, as a veteran to make it easy. Cole Thompson, a veteran, also six-time Canadian champion, gets second on the Circle Yamaha, and props to um, Gavin Eels for thinking outside the box there. Getting Cole Thompson, that was a that was a really good sign. Nathan Crawford, like I said, in third factory KTM. I want to see more from him. He's got more, um, but I I just think he's got to shake the bugs out. And and he's had such a up and down career the last five years with injuries. I think he just needs to ride it out a little bit. Uh, Reese Bud looks really good in practice. The Yamaha Loop Yamaha racing rider. But I need we need to see Wilson Todd and Bailey and Billy Malkowitz is out now, and they brought in Brad West from up in uh, <coughs> um, uh, northern Queensland. He's actually living in California now, young kid, um, good Supercross experience. Coming back to ride for Circa, so we'll see Bradley West join the Oz SX2 crew. So 
Yeah, my pick for uh, round two is I'm going to go Max Anstey, Cole Thompson, and probably Wilson Todd, um, or Wilson Todd, Max, Wilson Todd in the top three. So that's XX2. There's some talent, but I think Max Anstey and Cole Thompson are league of their own. Shout out to Caleb Barham, young privateer kid, epic human, P4. He just needs to get a better start. He's a little guy. He should be getting whole shots. So make it happen, Caleb. Um, on to SX1, Justin Brayton, Aaron Tanty. This was rad. Um, you had seasoned veteran Brayton, four-time champion, going for his fifth here in Australia. Um, Aaron Tanty, CDR Yamaha, first year in SX1, and Dean Wilson on the podium. But the race really was won over by Aaron Tanty, getting by Matt Moss early, leading Brayton. Seven, six laps, seven laps ago. Brayton just wore him down. Sure, Tanty had the, the nerves, but the crowd was on their feet. They put on a great show. Uh, Aaron <laughs> earned the respect of Brayton um, and finished a solid second with Dean Wilson third. Dean was kind of came through the pack from seventh or so. Had to get through Mel Ross, Dylan Wills. Um, and speaking of that, Matt Moss, he led a little bit and, and faded back. But, um, you know, unfortunately, um, the series' favorite, Luke Clout, Crash had a bad night, and it's just he can't seem to get it going. Um, Luke Clout, CEO, Yamaha, broken thumb. And with him out and Hill Hill for WSX, he, he will Justin Hill will take his ride for the next round in Adelaide before the break. So, yeah, bummer for Clout. Heal up, buddy. You got some skill, but, yeah, I got to shake that uh, bad mojo. Looking for some more from more from Dylan Wills. Um, Kyle Webster looked off, honestly. Um, Jackson Richardson, fan favorite, good guy, but he just doesn't have much time on the bike. So, as the series develops in that three-week break, that's going to be good for guys like uh, Jackson Richardson that just kind of got the call-up. And also, shout-out to Elijah Weezy, 11th. Um, that's good guy, man. Uh, works full-time and racing. And, yeah, just there's a little of depth, let's be real. Um, not even 20 guys on the grid in the um, 450 class. So, But, you know, you got to start somewhere. So let's hope the series grows. And then on to the big one, man, WSX. What a... Um, controversial night but I really want to just dive into about the series about the people about the riders I did a lot of talking you know I like to talk and um it was cool dude I I got to talk with Savachi in the elevator Ken Rocks in that surf ranch um Tony Alessi a little bit Dino Josh Hill and dude the guys were pumped they were pumped to be there like and and you know guys like Savachi they need this type of series. They need this for their he, – he got hurt, you know, so he just hasn't had the run, man. And I can tell you the most impressive guy all weekend, hands down, Joseph Audrey. He looks so good on that pro circuit built. Um, Rick Ware racing uh, Kawasaki. Um, built a bike. His dad's with him. Comfortable environment. Minimal, like, things they have to have. No semi. Out of the box. And he was faster than Kenny in qualifying. He he ended up winning the last moto. Kenny was a little more consistent in the whoops, but Jesus Christ, Kent, Joey Savacci impressed me. Um, and he ended up with the overall with a two one one, right? Kenny, uh, Justin Brayton second overall with a three two eight, and Ken Roxon third overall with a one fifteen two. Everyone's already heard the drama of the takeout. I'm not even going to get into that. Like, there's not even a point. Um, Pulp killed it with covering it. Gypsy Tails did some stuff on it. Vince Freeze is an idiot. Dude, the guy he just needs to, I don't know, man. I just can't believe the guy even is allowed on the track. But, um, yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, I'm not going to give him the, the re- enough to talk about it. But it was cool to see Dean Wilson. He had a scary crash. 
Um, and he basically said he didn't trust the tire. He runs Pirellis on that bike, and he hasn't used them before. And he said the carcass kind of wallowed, and he's on the Yuri Konski genuine Honda team, and it just wallowed and it shot him off the track. And people think, oh, tires don't make a difference. Well, it's not that the tire's bad. It's He doesn't know what it's going to do. And um, like I said, we know the Pirelli is a good tire, but he's never ridden one, um, and he doesn't know. He expects the bike to do a certain thing, and it didn't. So um, luckily, he got away from that high side and shot him off the track. And uh, yeah, that was that was interesting, right? Seeing Alex Ray out there, Freddie Norin on the ground, man, that was gnarly. Alex Ray, um, <laughs> big crash down the start straight. It doesn't surprise me. Um, the guy just can't, he has a black cloud over him, whether call it bad luck, bad, I don't know what, but the guy seems to be, you know, just plagued with fucking hitting the ground. Um, yeah, man, it was, uh, it was cool. It was, uh, cool to see the Jordan Tixie look pretty good. Cade Clayson was super solid, 12-4-6 for fifth overall. Um, but overall it was, it was just Ken Roxon with the title. Um, the two-round title, world championship, nah, it was two rounds, not even in America, not racing the best guys, but it is what it is, a sanctioned world title, let's call it what you want, he got it done, very climatic with the flat, um, but like I said, it's really cool for this series to give guys like Savachi a platform, Dean Wilson to keep him racing, um, you know, Kate Clayson, dude, showing growth, um, and with a P5, um, Tixier was pretty solid in 6th overall, 7, 6, 9. Um, and Josh Hill is just, dude, the guy is 6, 6 17, 3. So I don't know what happened in the second moto. But, dude, he is he's definitely picking picking you know picking up the consistency, doing better. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's definitely cool to see guys in the SX2 class doing so well, right? Shane McElrath, he's had a rough couple of goes since he left, left, uh, well, left star, just hasn't landed on his feet. That shows you how good that team is. But, uh, he had a, um, you know, he had a good series finishing with a championship on that Rick Ware racing. So talk about that. They get intro a new team to a series. The guy's a, you know, big money guy. And, you know, obviously guys like that want to do well. He has a successful NASCAR team, I think IndyCar team as well, and they don't just spend money to spend money. They want to flex and want to do good and to come out to a global platform that's obviously they're familiar with um, the supercar platform who's part of the series. So they had some intel, and, dude, he comes out, the guy Rick Waring gets, you know, a win on the last night, wins a championship with, or, what you know, if you want, it is a championship with McElrath. Um, um, it, it was cool. It was cool to see Shane McElrath back doing things um, like riding the way he wanted to on a Yamaha. You know, he's riding a Yamaha, doing really well. Um, and that that was cool. Um, Max Anstey solid in the WSX. He rode that as well. Um, second, um, I, yeah, just he rode good. Like he rode really good. But I think the guy that stole my uh, eyes and and in my heart was the my kid's favorite rider, Aaron Tanty. He's on the Gold Coast. So stoked on this kid going, you know, he had a, he got caught up in a pile at first moto. We went 12-1-3, um, and uh, he won a moto on the WSX stage on a light spike that he hasn't raced in a couple years, um, and that is insane. Like, I know this isn't the best in the world, but he is 
making a name for himself, leading guys like McElrath and Nancy. I don't care if the track's not as technical, not as this, but the kid has heart, and he, he had the crowd on their feet. So that was really cool that he was able to uh, get out there in front of his home country and do what he wanted to do, and um, and that's win a moto and carry some momentum into the Oz series, and it shows, man. He's he's confident. He knows he can do it now, and you, confidence is, is a key thing. So props to Aaron Tanti for that third overall. Um, Chris, I was, you know, one guy that I was really – Really bummed for is that's Cole Seeley. Well, actually, a lot of guys. Cole Seeley, super bummed. Jason Owen, super bummed. There's and Bogle just had some rough days. Bogle was doing rad. Um, I think he had a bike problem, but he was doing rad Superman seat grabs in practice. He qualified quite well. Kyle Chisholm had a shocking day. The lights class is insane with depth and chaotic, right? It's a chaotic, chaotic class in the world supercross, and I think the likes of um, Bogle, Sealy were just like, yeah, nah, I'm out. Like, this is fucked up. These guys are just risking their lives for X. So, um, good to see Dylan Schwartz. He was pretty solid, 15.99 on the Hep Suzuki. Um, Moss, you know, 26.5. Nicoletti, 7th overall of the 5.12.12. Wilson Todd's on the genuine Honda, 6.13.7. But Mitchell Oldenburg, I think, is kicking himself. He probably could have won it. I think he was the fastest guy and probably should have won but it's the fast guy doesn't always win so um overall wsx experience great experience they have some bugs to clean up with the tv but the product is really good um i know a lot of you guys from the states probably think that i'm full of shit but it's a solid product um i think the tracks can get more technical but for a pilot season this was legit and i think there's going to be more to come it's only going to get better so thanks to um the whole wsx crew adam bailey um sando um tony crocker and, and the rest of the crew there uh for risking it all and um stirring up the pot a little bit because now we have super motocross to deal with jesus so yeah it's uh it's happening um there's there's uh, players in the game and uh it's it's more than just one trick pony in the supercross but I don't see the American Supercross being threatened anytime soon as it's the premiere. So what a what a weekend of Supercross and World Supercross in Melbourne and we move on to Adelaide. Um and I look to see um just Justin Brayton and Tanty going head to head, like I said, um in that and it's gonna be good. So stay tuned for the podcast on Adelaide. Um we'll dive into some intense stuff now. Uh, I, I just took delivery of the new Intense Tracer S. It's the new 279. What that is for all you mountain, guy, mountain bike guys is, or moto guys is a 29er front wheel with a 27 in the rear. And um, <laughs> you're like, what the hell? And they call it a mullet, you know, short in the front, long in the back. It's uh, it's opposite. It's long in the front, short in the back. And what that does is it helps it steer quick in the rear. It doesn't get that elongated, slow feeling and the Intense Factory Racing Team uses the mullet setup on their factory downhill bikes. Um, and today I got to go out for a few miles, few Ks on the new Tracer S that, that I took delivery of. And I haven't had a big bike at 170 mil ever. Um, my high, biggest bike was the Carbine at 160 mil. And I, and this is my first bike in, in, in that's never been a non-VPP. That's not, uh, that's a Enduro style. And the comfort um, and the way I'm sitting up in travel on the Tracer S and its new new design um, is absolutely impeccable. That Jeff Steber and his team at Intense have designed one hell of a bike. It climbs 
as good as my primer did at 150 mil, but the descending, the VPP acts like more like a PDS system if you're a moto guy where it deflects, it handles good, but it deflects off stuff and, it, you know, it's lack of traction and when it gets deep pedaling, it kind of hangs deep where this new system, linkage system, the Enduro link and, and the way it's set up with the shock down low, it's in a, it's it's honestly, I wouldn't say a league of its own, but it's it's raised the game for intense and you're, I think you're going to see that technology trickle through the rest of the lineup, um, especially for trail. Um, XC, that VPP, and that, that JS-inspired link is, is quite effective. But for the bigger travel bikes, this new setup, I think, is going to bleed down across um, all models um, over time. I'd, I'd hope so. But really impressed. If You, you know, they have stock, global stock. And, um, yeah, this 279, I highly rate it. They just launched the 29 model just recently, and a lot of people, just taller guys, they just want that bigger tire fill in the holes. They want that roll speed, but for me, with shorter legs, sitting at 5.8 um, on a tall day, I think this 279 um, is an absolute weapon. Renthal bars, you know, uh, intense lock-on grips, Magura brakes, the Tracer S looks like a Ferrari. Get on my Instagram, you'll see a photo of it popping up here soon. I went all... Um, influencer like in the bushes yes today and was taking photos of this thing it's hard not to it's an absolute dreamy machine to look at and it performs every bit as well so yeah stay tuned for a full blog my first ride it only rode it for an hour today so i'm going to do a more in-depth test on it and once again i am biased to intense but i'm going to give you an opinion based on the model i'm not comparing it to a specialized i'm not comparing it to santa cruz and i'm not comparing it to yeti or any models like that i'm comparing my feeling my I'm transparent about the bike still. I'll tell you what I like and I don't like. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot to dive into. This thing is an all-new setup for me. So, stoked on my – can't wait to get back home from Adelaide and ride that new Tracer S. It's an absolute weapon of a bike. Um, and, like I said, my, stay tuned to the, uh, for a blog on that as well. And it's uh, – kind of in the story time uh dad life and today i was up at 3 30 a.m with my youngest it's three weeks old and mama needed to sleep she was tired i was tired but i was getting up at five anyways to go drive my new bike and dude i am smoked i am so smoked um i'm so smoked that i before bed before i did the podcast i hopped on my roadie and rode around the neighborhood for an hour and clear my head been a hectic hectic week with work um with intense and mx store and trying to balance family and, um, you know, traveling again. And I'm so grateful to be able to travel across Australia, around Australia, especially watching Supercross. But it's just a balance, right, man? And and, and I got and I got to figure it out. And, and I, I'm working on it. More structure, more uh, more time to myself, more time, more dedicated time to myself within my, you know, that I'm not taking away from the family. So I'm getting it figured out. But, yeah, it's, every day is a new day trying to stay on a certain path and not do 90-degree changes. Um, one thing I haven't done is, and I have only ridden my dirt bike, not even mine. I rode the Wreckers bikes last week, as you heard. But before then, it's been a long time. So this weekend, Mason's going to go ride with his uncle and some friends. I'll meet him at the track on Sunday. And um, on the watch, I'm not going to ride. <clears throat> I just I don't like to ride when Mason's riding anymore. He's going fast enough that I need to give him full attention. So I will continue to uh, spectate this weekend, but hopefully next week I'll get on the bike. I'm going to get some suspension done, get my crap together, and um, I, I will not be racing vet 
worlds uh, <laughs> at Glen Helen. I thought about it. I was going to make a last-minute trip, and there's a few things why. And um, you know, I really want to race Kiefer. Uh, I really respect what he's doing, but I'm in pretty good shape right now. Um, I'm just not in the best riding form. Um, and most importantly, my parents are coming from the state, coming over from the states, and I am looking forward to seeing them right after Worlds. So, don't want to risk the biscuit um, racing some other old dudes. Um, but I will have some FOMO in a couple weeks as they um, hit the track at Glen Helen. People can talk shit about GH where they want, but I love that place, man. It's a man's track. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's dynamic. It's rough. All all sorts. So. Good luck to everyone racing Vet Worlds. I won't be there. Um, I know I said I was going to be there earlier in the year. Um, I'm very fortunate to have my parents come out and visit me. It's been two years <clears throat> since i seen my mom and dad. They haven't seen their latest uh, grandbaby boy. So we're going to keep it safe, keep it on two, and, um, man, just uh, enjoy life and and not have to try to always prove myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't I, I, on the bike and, and flex and and, and and aspire for something that doesn't need to be aspired for. So, anyways, guys, a uh, lot to go into today, um, really quick. But yeah, thanks for tuning into the My Two Life podcast, powered by MX Store. Bit a quick one with Oz X, Oz Supercross, WSX, and of course that new Intense Tracer S. So get over to tra- uh, IntenseCycles.com to check out those bikes and yes yeah, stay tuned for a rap report on Adelaide thanks for tuning in talk to you later peace Is that what I said?